Coming up, we'll be talking about the ending of Kingdom Hearts 3 and whether we liked it or not, and maybe some of our theories going into more games, if there will be any. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Nerdcaster. I'm Joe, and with me I have Lori. Hello. And we're back to talk about Kingdom Hearts 3. We finished the game, um, <clears throat> and we're here to talk about the end of it. Two weeks ago, we had the um, <clears throat> introduction episode, I guess you can call it. Uh, but first, let's say hi to our favorite people, Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Um. So, with, without going over all the worlds and everything else, we'll just talk about things we liked or disliked about the game. And let's start with you. What did you like about this game? Or was this game fulfilling to you with how long it's taken to come out and everything else? I mean, it's that's two completely different questions. I mean, there are so a lot of things. I mean, there are a lot of things to like about the game. Um, the graphics are beautiful. Um, all the cutscenes, they seem, you know, it's just, they really mastered the sequencing, I think, uh, just the transition between the gameplay and then just an, an actual, like, FMV, um, was pretty awesome. You so, didn't think that the cutscenes were too long? No. I mean, some of them were a bit lengthy, but they weren't, like, uh, um, they weren't too long and they broke them up pretty frequently. So it wasn't like you were spending long periods of time, just like watching something and not doing anything. Yeah, I really liked them. Um, to me, it just felt like any other Square Enix game with cutscenes. Like it's no different than like any Final Fantasy game. Right. It's true. But I definitely, with how long ago this game came out or the franchise came out, it just, I don't know how much room for these types of games there are in the market anymore. Maybe um, there's not. I mean, I think people's attention spans are a lot shittier. So I think that 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 is a part of the problem. People just want to run in and shoot things and, and be done with it. It's just like the hack and slash of game one, um, I, I felt was a lot better than this game with all these crazy ass things you can do in battle. I just liked in the first one, you can hack and slash through these things. Like that to me was Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. I mean, well, they got to change it up. You can't do that game. Like you can't do that. Like game over game they have to change something up but i i actually the i thought the battling was uh was you know pretty interesting they, we the, broke the, it up they had all these different um like attractions and i guess they they called it and uh um keyblade formations yeah so it, it kept it i think more interesting um i think it was interesting i just think they happened a little too frequently uh, if they were like, like when your, your health gauge gets low and one of those pops up, I think that would have been a better use of them to help like save you. So you don't die That's true. versus just, Oh, look at, I hit something three times. Now I can use the carousel. Oh, oh another two. Now I get a, a keyblade formation. Right. It's like the whole battle is nothing but hitting the triangle button on, on the PS4 controller to start these animation things. Right. I mean, but you didn't have to use them. And I think we talked about this on the last we, we episode. Did. We talked about but Kingdom Hearts. It seems like it just got worse as the game went on is what I'm getting to. Well, probably because, the, well, because the battles lasted longer. Like you're, you're facing off with more bosses who have, you know, longer health gauges. So of course they're going to come up more frequently than, you know, bosses that don't have as high health because you're beating them. It takes a little longer to beat them. 
Yeah. Um, but with your second question, do I think this game is fulfilling? I mean, for the amount of time that we waited, we waited over a decade. Um, 13 plus years. Yeah, we waited so long for this game to come out. And it was just, to me, it was just like a big fucking disappointment. You know, it's just like, now I know how my parents felt when I turned 13. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, it's just, you're hoping it's going to be great. And it's just, I mean, I only think the game is okay. I agree. I think the game, um, while it got rave reviews on, on like, I see these, these like scores popping up all over Twitter, like 9.0 and this and 8.5 and that and 9.5 in this. It's like, I don't care, man. That's, that's to me is just critics throwing money at a game. I feel that this game could have been a lot better. This is not what I wanted. Um, and, and I'm talking from me personally, apparently, um, because that's that's I'm the one who played. You know what I mean? I'm the one who played the game. This is not what I was expecting. I wanted to see it all wrapped up in a nice, pretty bow. And that that I feel that didn't happen. No, they definitely opened it up, I think, at the end. And for those who haven't finished the game and you don't, you know, spoilers ahead. Not that not that there's even that many spoilers, honestly, because I still don't fully understand the ending of the game without like. And I haven't done any research. I haven't done any outside Googling to kind of refigure everything out. And, and you shouldn't have to. And that that's kind of the point. It's another reason why I didn't do it. So this is from the perspective that I haven't, you know, I'm not writing a dissertation on the Kingdom Hearts story. Um, you know, there's a lot of other games that are really, that are excellent games out there that you don't have to go through all this to kind of figure out what the fuck happened in the game. Well, I think a lot of this comes from, stemming from the issue that they released all these games in the middle of it to keep people interested in this game. I mean, you have Chain of Memories in all those games. And they just added to the confusion of the lore because they needed some sort of storyline. And now in 3, it's supposed to be the penultimate game, the the ending of the Xehanort trilogy or whatever they're calling it. And now they got to try to wrap all these crazy fucking things they did into a nice pretty package. And the beginning of the game feels like they're shoehorning shit in to do that. It's that. I I feel like they did that the, throughout the entire game. And it's... I, I, I applaud the writing team for trying to give all the villains kind of... Screen time or whatever. Give them depth. Give mm-hmm. them... You know, they weren't just people. But it just... It felt so shallow to me and you you end up not having enough time i think for some of the other bigger players and uh well th- that that brings up one of my biggest complaints about players and i put that in air quotes because in the first two games you at least come across some more square enix characters from other games and that was supposed to be the point in kingdom hearts was to cross over the disney world haha no pun intended with these Square Enix characters and, and they helped Sora along in the first two games. They they were there to, to like guide him where to go. And they took that away in this and just basically gave Merlin and Yen Sid that role. But I mean there were times in the other games where you went back to Leon and he, he would give you he would like explain something to you or whatever. They totally do not show up in this game at all, and that is a big complaint. No, nobody really from Traverse Town kind of shows up in this. No, it's that that whole town's but, not even doesn't even like exist in this game. So yeah, those were the ones I mentioned are from Traverse Town, but we also been to Destiny Islands and Titus ain't there. Waka's not there, and what's her name? Yuffie. There was nobody. Whatever. There was nobody there at all when we went there. But why is it just because they're focusing on these people? Maybe those were the only. Where's Sora's mom? 
Fuck no, those no. people. What about what about the bitch who gave birth to the the kid? Wasn't he supposed to just go out and play for? Yeah, he dinner? was supposed to come home for dinner. Bitch didn't come back for what ten years, thirteen years, and they don't address it. And then yeah, that, that never gets addressed. Yeah, where's that? Where where are they filling that plot hole? We filled the plot hole with his dumbass memory, but you can't fill a plot hole about him coming home for. He dinner. apparently just does not give a shit about his mom. Like doesn't <laughs> mention her one time. Just is like I, you know, I, you know, my friends are my strength. Um. All right. What about your family? We don't know if at some point, maybe in between games, he went home, but it's not mentioned. No. And you know what? I want to, I don't think that in any video that I've ever watched, just trying to catch up with the story, trying to figure it out before this game even came out. That was even really just not, just not addressed ever. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what to say to that. There's nothing to say (laughs) to that. Um, Storyline's too complicated. And, And it was... I think it was maybe just too, you know, ambitious to try to wrap it all up in game three. Maybe we were, you know, expecting too much for it to all be wrapped up because it definitely wasn't all wrapped up. It's, you know, Xehanort at the end. Like, yeah, he's he's gone. He's well, you know, I guess. Xehanort or Ansem or, yeah, or what's all, the other one? There's a third one, right? Xemnas. Xemnas. I mean, but you think you destroy them at the end of their respective games and you clearly don't. Yeah. So it's like you don't know. You don't know if they're still around. And that's kind of like, so that just feels empty. Just like, oh, I defeated these, but did you really? Like, um, Xehanort, yeah, he joins um, Master, what the fuck is that guy's name? Hanzo. Master Sid? I don't, I don't know his name, actually. Um, From uh, 3-Day. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. The other, the, the, the other guy from 3-D that was like a mentor to Aqua. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and, and what's the other guy's name? Tara. Mm-hmm. But um, Hanzo. I'm just gonna call him Hanzo yeah, until you figure out Hanzo. what his name is. But um, he, From Overwatch. <laughs> he, you know, I I think that the cutscenes between you know him and Xehanort just when they were younger were a little interesting to kind of get their personalities and and get more background information on how they were friends before all this horse shit came about. Right, and then they're you know they're playing a game of like whatever they're equivalent to chess and light and dark it's versus wizards dark. chest harry <laughs> um but they're trying to you know play a game the rules change for no apparent reason at all and that's just kind of the theme of kingdom hearts 3 i feel like it's just there's they're just making shit up as they go along trying to wrap up these storylines the best part was actually axel or lee whatever they call him he just you know he's he comic really. he's definitely game. like they're they're just making fun of themselves like they're they're breaking the fourth wall um by you know saying oh look at all these like plot holes or that's wrapping up a plot hole or saying something like why does ventus look just like roxas and then like so i'm like are they gonna actually explain why that is and they don't they just don't fucking do it i'm just like i don't know it's it's crazy i think how do you not even address that i mean I think it would have been funnier if if he said like, "Oh, must have been lazy drawing or something," because literally it's just reskinning one of the other for Roxas for Ventus. It's just unreal. Like for as many things that you tried to loop back and fix with the other characters, you couldn't even address why Ventus and Roxas look exa- like they're twins. Why? Yeah, I, I, and they don't even care. They they sit in the same room as each other. They, they face the face, and they don't even. Care. It's like. 
Yeah, no, he doesn't look like me. It's, just, it's never even, they don't even talk about it. Ericus is the... Uh, Master Ericus, uh, yeah. that's it. Um, so, Hanzo. Yeah, but, Hanzo, um, <laughs> yeah. Hanzo with a keyblade. So, it's just crazy. So, so you do get them, and they do look like it. It is referenced, and Axel is is pretty funny about like the certain scenes he's in, and and uh, given this weird opinion, like how how come this wasn't addressed? Like you said, um, but let's let's go towards the end of the game, and and I mean the ending. Once you get past the pirates board, and you go to um, the final world, world's end, whatever they're calling it in this game. Uh-huh. The final world. Is that what it was called? I think so. And then there was that other one that the- I can't even pronounce the name, so I'm not even going to try. But you go in and it's boss battle after boss battle after boss battle. And then you fight like the whole Organization 13 at one time. Till you finally get to fight uh, Master Xehanort, the, the, the bald-headed dude with the goatee. And those are some of the hardest battles in the game. And maybe I should have grinded a little more. Um, but I was looking to tie up this story. I just needed to know what happened. So I just pounded through it and pre- pretty much a speed ran the game. But that's when the game was at its best to me, was when we were going into that last quarter of the game, maybe um, the last like five hours. Why can't the rest of the be- game-, game be good like that? That's where also the storyline, I felt, went a little bit better. Like you started seeing... Um, you got cutscenes, and they did this pretty well. This was done, I think, very well. When you get into that labyrinth area, and you're you're Sora, and you run to either help Mickey or or Riku, and you get a little bit of the story between the three characters that Riku's fighting, and Riku, and yourself, and then you go and help Mickey out, and you get the three organization members there that are fighting Mickey, and you get a little bit of their story. So instead of trying to jam all these people into one room and explain it, you're getting it piece by piece by going to these different battles. I thought that was done pretty well. I like the way that was done. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree that that's kind of where the game started to get really interesting because going through the regular, I guess, the Disney worlds, there's absolutely no fucking reason to do that at all throughout the entire game. It is yeah. just there to because that's the format. They're going to pick a different Disney property. They're going to make a world out of it. It's going to be cool. It's going to look great. And it's going to be super interactive. And that's all great and fun. But it added zero value to the story. There was... There really was no reason to go anywhere. Well, what was the reason they were doing it anyway? Looking for the seven lights of heart or something, or the- they, that was in the in in the first one, and then in the second one, you know, I, I don't, I can't even tell you. I and, can't and, even tell well, you. Well, here's another thing that that obviously has no reason in this game, and that's Maleficent and Pete. Let's Until talk about the these end. guys. Until the very well, end. See, and that, that's what bothers me. They're walking around looking for this black box. Does it exist? Doesn't exist? And then Maleficent says, has some kind of epiphany for no fucking reason. Yeah, she's just like, oh, but when does it exist? Because obviously they're talking about when this box happens or when this box appears in the future. And then that's when. This- is it the future or is it the past? She says when. And just because the final cutscene has Zigbar or whatever his 10 different When they said, are. huh, my name is Zigbar, I just lost it. I'm like, okay, I had enough of these really stupid names that they came up with to, to, that they came up with to try to get the X in their stupid <laughs> names. And then I'm like, that's it. Like, now they're just like, this is cr- Zigbar, really? Zigbar, Luxord, uh, Marluxia, uh, who, by the way, is probably my favorite uh, Organization 13 member. I don't know why. There's no reason for it. Yeah, it's just each Disney World 
you know, was used, I think, to kind of set up, like, because you had a different organization member kind of show up there, and they just said one or two lines about, like, you know, huh, like, this person, and that's a princess of heart, or whatever, whatever, but there's really, ultimately, there's no reason for them to be there. There, it just... It d- doesn't accomplish anything. Well, in the Pirates world, they were looking for a box as well that looked like it was going to tie in the Maleficent and Pete thing at one point. And then it's like, oh, not the box we're looking for. That was a waste of time. Well, the only the only thing about that one was that that was, you know, he returned to the Pirates world. So it's like they already knew them and, uh-huh. you know, so that was okay. But otherwise, um, you know... It, that's the only reason why I think that world made any kind of sense was because they were revisiting it. Uh, you had a lot of context for it. And um, with the other ones are just going there for the first time. It's like, oh, like we're going to make new friends and we're going to, um, you know, like see what their shit's all about. But it just ultimately does not matter. They have no bearing. Nothing happens with them in the final in the final uh, cut scenes, at least in the first one. It's like you had the seven princesses kind of gathered at Hollow Bastion. And here's they, they they serve no purpose. They serve absolutely zero purpose, and that kind of annoys me. It's just like you just it was it's just a bunch of mini games that See, you went through. I f- I feel like if they tied that whole close the keyhole in these worlds, you have a reason to go there to stop the darkness from infiltrating them, like in game one. You could at least go there and close a keyhole. There, that would make a reason to go to that world. But it's all like the reason Sora's going there is to find his waking. Yeah, his waking. power of awakening, which doesn't happen until he, like, fake dies. Is that how it happens? Because that no, was the other thing. I'm no, like, maybe that was after. Find, it does was, he even find it? No, it was when he, when he went to save. Uh, I could be butchering the hell out of this. But um, oh, when he like, went to go save all his friends, like, in in those different worlds. Um, mm-hmm. No, I, what do you mean in the different worlds? Or do you mean in the labyrinth at the end? No, no, no. It was before... It's either before or after that point where he's falling through. He's doing like a free fall. It falls in the world. He, you know. With the little the little bear thing? Yeah. That world? Yes. No, okay. no, no. No. You know. What world are you talking about? When he goes to save his friends. These are my friends. Oh, when you're fall- free falling in the darkness yes. and you've got those little portals yes. you got to drop yes. into. Yes, yes, Oh, that's, that, that part to me, I didn't know why we were doing it. It didn't make sense other than, oh, my friends were taken away. Let oh, me he went back in time to like reverse time to do stuff. I hate time travel, man. It's so stupid. It doesn't make sense in this game. It doesn't make sense like a, why he would even have the fucking ability to do that. The, the story confused the shit out of me. If you can't tell, um, apparently Lori knows a little bit more than I do. But I honestly was lost even at the end of the game. Um, and that is honestly the only only part to me that was worth a damn is the end when you're you're again battling these things but the cutscene you get at the end where it tries it does feel like this story is over like they tried so hard to get rid of this story and i think if there is a fourth one they're going to go into it with a new storyline and all this confusing horseshit is behind us it'll never be referenced again we might still get our same beloved sora donald and goofy oh my God. but you're you're not gonna we probably won't hear about master zay in order any of this stuff except to mention we won't worry about his memories being lost it'll be a brand new story where sora is going no, to find they, Kyrie or whatever they, they the have to they have to reference some of it because like the stuff with the all the organization stuff like that's not fully resolved like yeah xehanort has gone mm-hmm. but like 
with the fuck with Zigbar at the end? Because so, he ain't dead. He's he is, apparently fine. He's fine, and he has this box that Pete and Maleficent are looking for. And what's in the box? What's in the box? That's that's going to be the next storyline if they're going to do it. it it's going to be uh, circled around whatever's in this stupid box. And the fact that he's been waiting for this moment to get this box since the beginning and it's never mentioned or anything else it's kind of flat it's kind of stupid i felt like it was stupid the first time we watched the ending because we rewatched the end of it mm-hmm. when the first time i watched i just was kind of just throw your hands up in the air and say are you like are you kidding me like it's i think a completely unsatisfying story like the xehanort's end with master ericus that was that was like okay all right, like I can get behind that, but then what? Then what they do with the rest of it? It's, you know, Kyrie's still gone. Zora's got to go in and wait. save her. But so she ends up in the end of the game. She's with all their friends. They're all together. They're all pretty happy. And then you think Sora's with her. He went and got her. He was successful. But then he disappears, and then he's not there. And then she's all like, you know, she's all teary eyed and whatever. He's gone. But like, how that? How did he get her? She exploded little ice crystals all over the place. So yeah. I'm curious about that too. And when he disappeared, is this, and this was my thought on that. Is she not in the same world as Sora? Is the world she living in like the, the virtual twilight town or whatever, the virtual world where she knows it's not real. Is that, is this a figment of her imagination or something? I have no idea. This is just my theories going out there because it's so off the wall to fucking begin with. I, cannot stress enough how much I hated that the most in this game. That's what I was looking forward to. These two finally reuniting after all this time. And it it's a Disney game. You expect it to have a happy ending. What Disney movie doesn't? Even if it didn't have a happy ending. I always would have been fine with that. It's just it's nonsensical. Well, it's not I don't feel it's complete. What about the real ending? The secret ending that you speak of? Mhm where it's blatant that they're probably going to do a number four because it says reconnect, which it says at the end of every other uh, numbered Kingdom Hearts game. I'm not sure about the the middle ones, but they're at the end of it to tell you there is another one coming. So do you think that they're in the real world or they're in that game, that in Toy Story, the commercial? What the hell do they call that game? Uh, Day is Ventilus. I uh, I don't know, but I know the game you're talking about, and the animation in that game, like we said last time, was, was fucking amazing. So it'd be cool if they do do something with it. But I hope, I hope that's a totally separate game. Don't tie it to to Kingdom Hearts. And if they do, it's going to be a stupid plot point that happened for a few minutes in Toy Story Land or the Toy Box. Exactly. So please, please, if 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 Nerdcaster becomes big enough where they actually listen to us, don't do it. I just don't understand why they couldn't wrap up this story in the third game. Like, they had to introduce new stuff to leave open at the end. I agree. Why do that? I, I totally agree. That was my problem with the whole Pete and Maleficent thing. I think that was the only way they were going to introduce villains in the main storyline versus just eat villains in each world mm-hmm. um, on the Disney side. And it's like you shoehorned them in there for nothing. They could have started the next game looking for this black box that Zigbar has. You didn't need them to walk around no. and be pointless the entire game. I, uh, this game just checked off a lot of boxes. It just it wasn't it just wasn't complete. 
yeah, that's that's exactly what it was. It was like we got to address this, we got to address that, and how do we do it? And they just shoehorn it in, and then things like, you know, the open ended crap that's still not done. Like, did you really need Zigbar to, to have the, the the box at the end? They could have just wrapped it up. We wouldn't have known what happened to Kyrie or Sora or both of them, and it would have been shitty. But we still don't know that. If all they did at the end was you see like Sora find her, but maybe that's even not like if they still wanted to have a little bit of mystery as, as far as what happens, you know, do they make it back together? But at least he found her. Like I felt like that would have been a much more satisfying ending. And then it would just because I don't it's like I don't fucking give a shit about Zigbar. Yeah. And the name of the game was Verum Rex. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure is some sort of anagram or something for something. Because why is there an X in this game? Is this a play on organizations? Now, mind you, I have not sat down and tried to figure it out or search the internet or anything. But There might be another episode where we fully – we do the research. We you know pretty I'm, much compile everything up and then come up with some new theories about whether or not 4 will come out. Or and what that might be about, but that this episode's not for that. This is for the casual, you know, even just people who had followed the whole series, and it's like, what the hell? Well, let, let's speaking of people who followed the whole series, yeah, it's a kick in the dick to them. Um, if you're anything like me, and, and how many hours did I invest in Kingdom Hearts One? Too many. Yeah, like 140 hours um, just to complete it and make sure I had everything. I will maybe attempt to do that with this game um i don't know if i'll complete everything but i'll definitely get all the ultimate weapons and and do all the um what do they what do they call that shit the synthesis in this game i'll do all that maybe i'll I'll try to make a cool gummy ship by going back into the the gummy world but that master chef yeah i'll do i actually thought that part of the game was pretty fun i enjoyed that you want to go back and do that for me feel free because i hated every minute of that I did it once, and once I had to try to break eggs, I was like, I'm fucking out. I broke three of them. I have no more eggs. You know what? Yo, little chef, get your ass over here and break them for me because this is dumb. Um, Yeah, I. so what do you think the next plot is going to be if they do continue this storyline or this, this game? Um, I, you Where know do what? they go I'll from have- here? I'll have a much better idea, I think, once I do a lot more research into it and I just, like, look up some different stuff. But do you I don't think even, they should? I, I, no, I don't care. I don't even care to know. I just – the only thing I really wanted to kind of just see happen was Sora and Kyrie finally – you know, just right off into the sunset for like, I guess so, because he's just, he spends this entire time. He leaves because of her. He leaves to go find her and, uh, just, just is unable to just, you know, just unable to succeed in that. And I guess, you know, that's, you know, that's life. You know, sometimes you don't, you know, get what you work really, really hard for, but you know, now he just ends up in this whole other environment and for just no reason at all. And it wasn't even like, you know, if he ended up there to go find Kyrie, there's no reason why Kyrie should have appeared and, and just been like with everybody. But he's like, you know what I mean? Like, am I making any sense? No, you're making sense. <clears throat> like, I, I get it. But maybe I don't get it. But the way they portray Kyrie in this, and I know you, you're the one who brought it to my attention, is that. You know, she's pretty much defenseless. She she gets taken every single time. Something bad always happens to her. She's held captured. She's like 
Princess Peach in the original um, Mario games. I feel like Princess Peach would just beat the shit out of Kyrie, though. You know what I mean? Like, I gotcha. not not that that needs to be a but thing. Did she not become a Keyblade master? She did, but for no no, she wasn't a master yet. I don't. But she was a Keyblade no. wielder, exactly. And there was there was zero reason for her to be this. It didn't do anything for her. She couldn't even defend herself. Like that, there well, was. That's where I'm going with it. I was hoping that when like oh. Like, oh that's cool. I like that for a change. Like, you know what? Just, she doesn't need to be saved there. You know, she's she going to defend herself. Exactly. I thought maybe she was going to go save Sora. And no, she ends up being helpless again. Well, that just pops something into my head. What if that's the next game? Sora is the one missing now. And she's going to go find him. And now you play as her. Or what if they do something like the old school Star Ocean game where you have a choice to play Sora's story or Kyrie's story? Well. That's interesting. That, that would be dope. I would I would play that. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That'd be dope. That would be pretty cool. And you know, if you play I don't know if this is even Now I want to play Star Ocean 2. That game was awesome. That that we have to do a whole another show on that game because I would replay that for the PSP before doing it. Um but going back to Kingdom Hearts, I think that would be really awesome, but in order to get the full story, you have to play both. Like Oh, that's yeah, absolutely. And the worlds are different depending what character you choose. If you're Sora, that would take them twenty five years to to build dude, that game. I think they need to get started on it now because as it's going, even Final Fantasy VII remake is going to come out. I forgot in that even exactly. Yeah, so I think that's where their focus is now. Um, I did hear that they did add more resources to it after Kingdom Hearts wrapped, but. We'll see. Well, who, what is it? The the um, Tetsuya Nomura yeah. was the director of that game. He was he he did everything for this game. Mm-hmm. Like this one guy just spent all this time. I mean, kudos to him. He was just a concept artist for uh, the, the latter half of the Final Fantasy series, and he ends up directing a wildly successful game. And it just to me just just went off the rails after two. Well, the, I think the game went off the rails when they started again putting these sub plot lines in here that affect the main storyline. You could have easily done a game where it has no effect on any of the kingdom hearts. Maybe it gives you back play as an organization member. It gives you background about them, but it's not needed to finish this game. And if you want in the next set of games, like four, five and six, if we're doing trilogies here, maybe reference those games here and there, depending on what character you plan to focus on for the next three. But I do like my idea, and I hope they go for it. I, I like your idea for once, too. <laughs> for once. Yeah. So I think to wrap this up in, in a nice, pretty bow, let's give our final thoughts. The game was okay. I just really, it's... Because it, you were really animated after we finished this game. I was, it just, the ending, I think, was just a big slap in the face to really long time fans i feel like they, they were so lazy in wrapping everything up like they tried really hard to address a lot of things that happened in the previous game but then instead of just kind of fully resolving um sora's storyline they just left it open-ended and i'm like that that i hate that so interesting point you said that for long time fans it's a slap in the face what about since this game did come out on the xbox whatever um 
what about those people? Is this the Xbox? Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? Because I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. Because this is the first game that's released on there out of the Kingdom Hearts series. Is this a good starting point for people who's never played any of the other games? Is that what they're trying to do with this? I hope not, because the people just starting this game would probably be like, "What the? What? What what am I even playing?" I I agree with you. I've but got again, all these boards that make no sense. There's no reason for me to be here at all. And that's kind of my standard for games. I think I've just been, you know, really spoiled over time of playing really, really, really good games. And then this, this is, you know, this came with really high expectations. It's kind of like huge. my problem with Final Fantasy 15 also. Like that game was also spent so much time in development that everything just got muddied, I think, in the process. And they're just trying to over perfect and they just screw everything all up. Look at the development cycles of, like, the best games ever made. They're not this long. No, they're not. And, again, being this long, things change over time and sometimes not for the better. Yeah, you change staff over how many? I can't believe the same guy stays on the same project for how long? How long has Kingdom Hearts been out? Since 2004? 2003? He's been on this project that long. That's more than some people's careers in a company. Yeah, 15 (laughs) years. Like, you're spending on, like, practically the same story. Like, I get fucking tired of that. But what I, I was going with the, with the first time people, uh, <coughs> people who have it for Xbox, like what is their thoughts of this? Like they've never played, if they've never played any of these series and start with three, how do you pick it up and start here? How? I mean, that's kind of assuming that an Xbox player has never p- picked up a PlayStation yeah. or hasn't owned one in the past. I think there's, I think there's enough time in between that people who have picked it up for the xbox like they've played it on a different system i don't think there's a lot of people and i could be wrong well we do know people who this is the first game they've they've started with who justin oh i thought they played the other ones no nope. they tried they started on kingdom heart one but never finished oh okay. i believe justin correct me if i'm wrong i'm sure you're gonna listen he's gonna we have to get when, when we go into like theorizing and everything like that i'd be interested to hear just what his overall take on the story is all right so when next time he he he's on, we'll uh, we'll bring this up again because I think I don't really want to spend a, a whole nother episode on this until we do complete it and stuff. But uh, yeah, I think uh, hearing his opinion would be of value. Yeah, uh, being we should somebody do- who um, either again just picked up one and 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 beat all the way through to three and and, and finished if he has yet. Um, so yeah, um, so that's your final thoughts. It's a slap in the face. Uh, pretty much good gameplay controls. Everything else is fine. Just storyline fell flat at the end. It definitely fell flat at the end. And I just don't think the game's fun. I think it looked fun. There's a lot of things that are, um, you know, really entertaining about it, which, you know, at the end of the day, it's what games are all about. But um, sorry, you know, Square, this is not good enough. Uh, And Square and Disney, to me, like two of two longtime companies I've followed since I was a child. And it's like, um, I, when I, I got Kingdom Hearts one as a gift from my, my uh, best friend and didn't even play it. I didn't even play it. I think for two years because I'm like, this game is stupid. I didn't even care about it when it came out because I thought it was going to be lame as shit. And then you made me pick it up because you're like, I'm just going to pick it up. It's your, I know it's your game, but you don't care. Right. And I don't like, even remember how I started actually. I think you were just like, I'm just going to play this game. And then I was like, I don't fucking care. Was and that, then was that before, after my dot hack run? It was after. Yeah. That's probably why. Cause I thought it was another type game like dot hack. Yeah. I'm and- not disappointed, by the way. <laughs> so, 
picks it up, he plays it, and then I'm just like watching him play, and I and I was like, oh, like this game actually seems pretty cool. And then like the first one was great; it it really was. It's, I even really liked the second one. I know that you weren't like its biggest fan, but you still uh, liked it. I think I have to go back and replay it now that I understand. But it left a bad taste in my mouth when I had to grind out those forms toward the end because I never used them, mm-hmm. and that kind of scared me about this game. Like, do I have to use these triangle things or am I going to have to grind them out at the end or whatever? So it's kind of why I used them a lot too. Yes. Now that I've played it, I know I don't have to use them, (laughs) but um, yeah, I think I do got to go back and play two again. I just really love the worlds in one, the best, the worlds in one are my favorite Atlantica aside. Oh yeah. I forgot. I even like Monstro, man. I no, that I hated great. that board. I love that. Well, not love that board, but it's not one of my worst. Atlantica is definitely one of my worst. Um, I like Wonderland. I, uh, t- I can talk about one yeah, for hours. That's not so, what this episode's yes. about. So let's go back. I My final thoughts, uh, and we'll wrap up here, is I believe it fell flat as well. I wanted to have a better complete ending. I wanted to understand what was going on a lot better. Um, I think I could watch those memories or, or whatever it's called a hundred thousand times and then rewatch all the cutscenes from this game a hundred thousand times and still maybe think I've got it, maybe. And then somebody will say something, and I'll be like, fuck, everything is now ruined. I wonder though, it's just like, I don't think it's a matter of like, oh, I don't think I've got it because I don't understand. I just think in a, you know, there's just things that are just going to be left incomplete, things that just weren't addressed on the whole. And then they're just open plot, you know, plot holes. Which is fine, but I still don't even understand the full story of Kingdom Hearts. Like, what is Kingdom Hearts? Is it light? Yeah, what, what the hell is it even? Yeah. What is Kingdom Hearts? A giant heart in the sky. A heart moon. It's a moon. With a, with a city in it? Because all, all I remember is him going in there to fight Master Xehanort and we're in some kind of whack-ass city um, that just gets fucking destroyed all over again, by the way. So I, I don't know. I, I don't – I still don't exactly understand what Kingdom Hearts is. Closing the door to the darkness and having to reclose it or whatever. I don't uh, – whatever. I don't get it. That's it. My final thought is I still don't (laughs) get it. And you know what? I think there needs to be a college fucking course with a fucking with a master's degree in keyblading or something to teach it. Dude, write the curriculum. Oh, I can't because I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. You got anything else you want to add before we sign off? Nope. As always, for your comic book needs, check out The Geekery in Madawan, New Jersey on uh, Main Street. It's 133A Main Street, Madawan, New Jersey. Check them out on the web at thegeekerynj.com, on Facebook at thegeekerynj, Twitter, same thing, um, and on Instagram. Also, like always, follow us on Twitter at nerd underscore caster, on Facebook at nerdcaster, on Instagram at nerdcaster. And for all my comic book review articles... And this podcast, hit us up on the website at www.nerdcaster.com. And as always, please subscribe in iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast directory is. If you're bored or if you like the show a lot, leave us a review. Give us us some star rating or whatever. And um, yeah, that'll do it for this episode. Um, That'll do it here. You want to say goodbye there, buddy? (laughs) Bye. Nerdcaster out. <laughs>